Good evening. I'm Anthony Robustelli, author of I Want to Tell You, The Definitive Guide to the Music of the Beatles, and this is the Beatles' multi-track meltdown. Each week I'll be playing stripped-down, deconstructed mixes of classic Beatles songs, highlighting different instruments and vocals in a way that will truly amaze you. Imagine sitting in the control room at EMI Studios and having the opportunity to peel away the layers of a song, discovering new elements that you never knew existed. This is the closest you can get to that experience. So sit back, tune in, and enjoy the Beatles' multi-track meltdown. I'll make you maybe next time Tonight we're going to do something completely new on the Beatles' multi-track meltdown and play some Beatles cover songs by a number of musicians who are extremely close to each of the Beatles, their children. And who better to serve as my first co-host on the show but another extremely talented musician, my daughter, Ella Vita Page Robustelli. Hi, Ella. Hi. Are you a Beatles fan? Oh my God, yes. Are you a big Beatles fan? Yes, I'm a Beatles freak. I know you're a multi-instrumentalist and at a rather young age. So let's tell the listeners how old you are and what you play. I'm basically nine years old, and I play drums, piano, a little bit of ukulele, and some trumpet. Awesome. Have you been playing drums and piano a long time? Yeah. How old were you when you started? Well, I started when I was about two years old in our studio, but I could never reach a kick drum. So when I was about four, my amazing dad, you, got me my own drum set. That was my size, but now it's kind of too small for me, but I started piano when I was five, right? Yeah, about five years old, so you've been playing a long time. Awesome, Al. So tonight we're going to play some Beatles songs that the band's children performed live and in the studio. John Lennon was the first Beatle to become a father when his wife Cynthia gave birth to their son John Charles Julian Lennon on April 8, 1963. Born during the tumultuous early stages of Beatlemania, Julian didn't get to spend much time with his father due to his hectic schedule of touring, recording, filming, and myriad other Beatles commitments. He did, however, make his musical debut at age 11 on his father's album Walls and Bridges, playing drums on Yaya, later saying, Dad, had I known you were going to put it on the album, I would have played much better. Hey Ella, your debut beats Julian by three years, playing percussion on my forthcoming release, The Steely Dan Sessions. Was that a lot of fun? Oh my god, yes. What percussion instruments did you play? Okay, so I played the egg shaker, I played tambourine, I played wind chimes, and I did hand claps. And you also helped me with Leslie switching on the B3, right? Yeah. That was a big help. Lennon inspired one of his father's most famous songs when he brought home a watercolor painting of his friend Lucy O'Donnell from nursery school, surrounded by stars. When asked what he called it, he responded, Lucy in the sky with diamonds. 32 years later, he released a tribute song in EP, Lucy, honoring the memory of the little girl who inspired the song with 50% of the proceeds going to fund lupus research. Julian was also the first offspring of the Beatle to become a professional musician. In 1984, he released his debut album, The Lot, produced by Phil Ramone, and was nominated for a Grammy Award for Best New Artist in 1985. The album spawned two top ten hits, the title track and Too Late for Goodbyes. He released three more albums over the next seven years, including a track on which George Harrison contributed uncredited guitar before taking an extended break from the music business. It would be seven years before his next release, 1998's Photograph Smile, and another 13 before 2011's Everything Changes.
When my wife Sharon was pregnant with Ella, we actually got to spend a good deal of time with Julian in St. Bart's while I was there playing a gig with my band at the time, Brother Hijinks. I had always been a big fan of his music and was fortunate to hear a number of tracks from Everything Changes nearly three years before its release. So, El, can you tell us what we're going to hear from Julian tonight? Sure. Right now we're going to hear a live version of It Won't Be Long from With The Beatles, also 1965 single, Day Tripper. Cool.
since Ringo's your favorite Beatle, why don't you take it from here, Al? Okay, thanks, Dad. Zach Richards Saki was the second child of a Beatle born September 13, 1965 to Maureen and Richard Saki. When he was eight years old, the Who's drummer, Keith Moon, who was one of the star's closest friends and Zach's godfather, gave him a drum set. When he was 10, he began teaching himself how to play, and when he was 12, he was already playing pubs. He toured with Ringo as a part of the all-star band in the 90s and played with countless other acts, including Paul Weller, the Spencer Davis Group, Johnny Marr of the Smiths, and Oasis. Also, he definitely played with all the Beatles. Anyway, in 1994, he filled those shoes of his uncle Keith and became the drummer for The Who, a job for which he was well-suited. He has played with them ever since and took part in what many believe was The Who's comeback performance on October 20th, 2001 at the concert for New York City at Madison Square Garden. Rolling Stone called it one of the 50 moments that changed rock and roll, roll, roll. I like sound effects. Now we're going to hear two songs featuring Zach on drums, showcasing his versatility, just like his dad. The first is from a 1999 performance of Let It Be with Roger Daltrey, Darlene Love, Simon Townsend, and the British Rock Symphony. The second, a rousing version of Helter Skelter, played by Oasis. Helter Skelter! I find myself in times of trouble Mother Mary comes to me Oh, y'all sound good <laughs> And in my hour of darkness She is standing there in front of me Speaking words of wisdom Let it be Oh, sing it Let it be Let it be, let it be, let it be. 
Ringo would have two more children, son Jason in 1967 and daughter Lee in 1970. While Jason is also a drummer, he's stayed out of the public eye for the most part. McCartney would adopt Linda Eastman's daughter Heather when he and Linda married, and they would have two daughters, Mary in 1969 and Stella in 1971. But none of his daughters would follow in their father's footsteps and pursue a career in music. Although Heather would stay out of the limelight, Mary is a successful photographer and Stella a famous fashion designer. Lennon would therefore be the next Beatle to have a child who would become a professional musician. Sean Taro Ono Lennon was born on October 9, 1975, Lennon's 35th birthday, and would be Lennon and Yoko Ono's only child. His debut into the world of music came at age five when he recited a story on his mother's 1981 album, Season of Glass. He continued to collaborate with her, contributing vocals and receiving production credit on her solo albums, It's All Right, Star Piece, and Ono Box. He went on to work with Lenny Kravitz, Sibo Mato, and eventually signed to the Beastie Boys record label Grand Royale as a solo artist. He released two albums, Into the Sun and Friendly Fire, and an EP, Half Horse, Half Musician, before forming a band with his girlfriend Charlotte Kemp Mule, the ghost of a saber-toothed tiger. The duo has released three albums. His latest project is the Claypool Lennon Delirium with Primus's Les Claypool. Hey, Al, do you want to tell us what we're going to hear from Sean tonight? Sure. So, tonight we'll hear Sean's version of You've Gotta Hide Your Love Away from a John Lennon tribute concert on December 21st, 1990 in Japan where Sean was only 15 years old. That's still older than me, though, so. The song also features Lenny Kravitz and smooth jazz saxophonist Kenny G. We'll follow with a live version of This Boy featuring singer-songwriter Rufus Rainwright and Robert Schwartzman, lead singer of one of my favorite power pop bands, Rooney. After that, the song that his half-brother Julian inspired, Lucy in the Sky of Diamonds, performed with the Flaming Lips, that's a weird name for a band, on the David Letterman show in 2014. I was finally born with one of these things. <laughs> I even 
Rocky horse people eat marshmallow 
While Paul and Linda had a full happy household with three daughters, it was their third child together, son James, that would follow the McCartney tradition and become a musician. Born on September 12, 1977, James Lewis McCartney began playing guitar at age nine when his father gave him a Fender Stratocaster that had been owned by Carl Perkins. Although James had played guitar and drums on his father's Flaming Pie and Driving Rain albums and co-wrote the song Spinning on an Axis and Back in the Sunshine Again with the elder McCartney, he didn't begin a solo career until 2008 when he was 30 years old. He's released two EPs and two LPs, 2013's Me and 2016's The Blackberry Train. Tonight we'll hear a version of Hello Goodbye he cut with The Cure for 2014's The Art of McCartney album.
Until 2003, when the 61-year-old McCartney had daughter Beatrice with his second wife Heather Mills, it looked like George Harrison would be the last Beatle to have a child when his son Danny was born on August 1, 1978, to him and wife Olivia. Harrison pursued a career as a car designer at McLaren Automotive before making his debut as a professional musician in 2001 when he worked with Jeff Lynne to complete Brainwashed, the album his father was working on before he passed away. He played alongside Paul, Ringo, Eric Clapton, Tom Petty, and countless others at the Concert for George, held at the Royal Albert Hall a year after his father's death, and has continued to play with artists as varied as Wu-Tang Clan, Pearl Jam, Perry Farrell of Jane's Addiction, Jacob Dylan, and others. His band, The New Number Two, has released three albums, You Are Here, The Fear of Missing Out, and the soundtrack to the film Beautiful Creatures. And he also participated in the band Fistful of Mercy with Ben Harper and Joseph Arthur. Harrison played a major role in the creation of the Beatles' rock band and has been the driving force behind the re-releases of his father's catalog. Tonight we're going to hear Danny perform Savoy Truffle and Let It Down from 2014's George Fest. Thank you, Bill. Boy, 
hope you enjoyed the special edition of the Beatles Multi-Track Meltdown featuring me, Ellie Robustelli, and my amazing dad, Anthony Robustelli. Thanks, Al. This was a lot of fun. Tune in to hear deconstructed mixes of classic Beatles songs, solo cuts, rare tracks, and much, much more. You can pick up my two books, I Want to Tell You, The Definitive Guide to the Music of the Beatles, Volume 1, 1962-1963, and also the Steely Dan FAQ at Amazon and other booksellers. And for signed copies, check out the website, thebeatlesiwanttotellyou.com. You can like my pages for I Want to Tell You and for the Steely Dan FAQ, and look out for a new CD release in June, The Steely Dan Sessions, Interpretations of Unrealized Classics. We're saying bye-bye. Good night, folks. (laughs) Bye-bye.